Hey, you guys, we're back with uh, Dr. Gabriel Cousins. This is another episode of Conversations with Gabriel. It's a series that he generously offered to do with us and uh, presenting from where he is in the country of Israel right now. And we're going to continue and um, see what's up for today's episode and I hope you get a lot out of it. So welcome, Dr. Cousins. Okay, well, I'm very happy to be with you. And today will be a, a particularly, I think, interesting show in that we're talking about the mass psychosis that the whole world seems to be uh, involved in. But one way to get out of the mass psychosis is to dance and to kind of uh, meditate. Because dancing kind of lets you let go of things and meditate, clears your mind in a different way. So that's where we're going to start. And most people, if you meditate, you may already have a technique. If not, I'm going to give you a simple uh, technique. We just simply go uh, this mantra, which is, Yoda and then breath, hey and then breath, wa and then breath, hey and then breath. And then yod from up from the base of the spine to the heart and then hey out to the heart. And wa from the base to the third eye and then hey out to the heart. And we just keep repeating it until everybody's quiet. And then you let go. That's it. The second part of it is what we call the transmission of kind of spiritual energy. It's called Shaktipat in the Eastern tradition and Haniha in the Torah tradition, Western tradition. And so we'll do that and we'll meditate for a few minutes. And that's, that's it. And then we go into discussion. So in just a moment, we'll dance a little bit. And I invite everybody to dance. Let's see. Okay, we're ready, Doug.
So just focus on my eyes and we kind of go into meditation. Here we go. Let the energy come through. Awaken the energies in you. Our souls touch. Just in the meditation.
Welcome back, Richard. Yeah, that's great. It's always fun to, to dialogue with Richard because he's so thoughtful. One of the most thoughtful people I know. And uh, One of the most what? I couldn't hear you. One of the most thoughtful people I know. Thank you. So it's good. So you were getting into <clears throat> mass psychosis, I think, right? Yeah, I just... Way to make the, the picture bigger. Yeah, better. And then we can move you over a little bit so you're full in. Let's see what I can do there. Okay, that's good. Okay, so what a funny topic, but of course it's not my idea. Another doctor brought it up because. As a psychiatrist and as a person looking at social things that are happening, it's pretty hard not to notice things are a little bit different these days. And I I just have a, a few things, you know, that we may talk about. And I don't want it to all be about COVID, but, uh, you know, we have the bioweapon shots work. Well, they actually do. They make people sick. They create all kinds of problems. And we know in 26 different countries, actually in 68 different countries, where the shots have been given, the rates of COVID and COVID death increase. So you'd have to be psychotic not to notice that's what happens. So what do we mean by psychotic? Classical definition out of touch with reality. That simple. Now, we can look at this in a few ways. Maybe the people who are making these statements aren't psychotic and they're just choosing to do this to drive humanity in general into psychosis. Creating a very such a disturbed world that people lose their sense of clarity of mind and get confused and doubt themselves and get anxious because that is what's happening. Rates of depression in all age groups have increased. You get kids ten to fourteen years old, and their rate of suicide has tripled. Okay. They're creating a serious uh, anxiety, uh, confusion, depression situation. Rates of depression among young people have skyrocketed. You know, uh, teenagers, 18 years old and younger, 56% increase uh, in de- serious depression. So we are looking at uh, major issues, in it. and I, I want to say teenagers are kind of the barometer of the society. And they're, you know, as their social stress increases, that, that's a sign of, of really the rest of uh, society also having that. Richard, were you going to say something there? Well, I just thought your definition of psych- psychotic is really interesting because if you remember that there are a lot of different layers of perception 
and that almost all of us are out of touch with the ultimate reality, which we're trying to get back to. By that definition, we're all psychotic, right? Well, yeah, but from a psychiatrist's point of view, it has to do with everyday reality. Okay. In other words, the commonly accepted dream world. For example, do females have a penis? As far as I know, that that's not the case. But to assert that would be considered psychotic. That's the point I'm making. To assert that they do. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's developing right now. And so those are signs, okay? Uh, you know, when I mentioned the bioweapon shots, uh, the Pfizer CEO says, first, the, their shot is 100% effective. Now he says the first two shots don't work at all. And for that reason, you should take a third shot. That's a psychotic statement. There's no logic. There's no uh, continuity. They don't work. One, two don't work, but we're going to give you the shame shot, and some of the third time it's going to work. There's, now, a lo- there's logic. There's just not the logic that's being told to everybody. I mean, the logic is the shareholders are going to do really well, and, okay. and a lot of undesirable people are going to die. Right? So it, it's actually logical. It's just what's being told to us kind of skips the logic part. Well... If your goal is to uh, eliminate humanity, then they work. Right. But the context of the statement is he's saying it to the public. The shots work. Take them. Yeah. It's going to make you healthy. Yeah. And so that's that's where it's psychotic. Right. Uh, The, you know, the multiple agendas, you know, it's not psychotic on another level, but its effect on society is like shots don't work, one and two don't work, but take a third one. Therefore, you should take the third one because it'll work. Yeah, so, it's going to be even better. Yeah, so that is, a, a, you know, creating psychotic thinking. And see. so the interesting thing about that is it should be so obvious that that's a crazy reasoning, line of reasoning, that why do so many people think well, of course, just the other ones killed everybody, so you should take more because they didn't work. Why do so many people think there's nothing wrong with that? That's the mass psychosis, isn't it? Right. And we're going to look at, I'm going to give you a few more examples. Mass work. There are many, many, many studies, no studies show they work. No studies say they prevent or decrease rates of, uh, of getting COVID. And they've never worked throughout history for these for these kind of things. Right. So that's another statement. Social distancing work, another statement, okay? Uh, men, it's okay for men to compete on a women's swim team and call themselves a woman, where they clearly outperform anyone else. And, and that's okay. Women's wrestling and women's UFC and everything is the same. Yes, and people accept it. That's what's amazing. See, that's the behavior. It's like a test. Will you accept this totally uh, bizarre, uh, out of touch with reality? Right. And and a lot of people who are accepting the craziness have reasonably high IQ scores. 
So it's something, it's something other than that. Well, being intelligent has nothing to do with psychosis. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it's there isn't a connection there uh, because delusion is out of touch with reality. Right. And, and that's kind of what we're looking at. Okay. Um, the unvaccinated are the public health problem. Really? All the research says something very different. The people you can catch COVID from are the people who are vaccinated because they have the highest rate of transmissible viruses in their nose and their mouth. That's a fact. Because the people who have natural immunity have um, certain immune IgGA that kills off the viruses in their nose. Okay? That's just an example. So the, the research clearly shows that the unvaccinated are the least threat. The vaccinated are the biggest threat. But we turn it around. That's a break with reality. Um, and it just goes on. Okay? Uh, the, the number of breaks reality. I don't want to just talk about the, uh, the COVID. That's an example. But the, you know, men can be women, women can be men, biological men can be somehow biological women. No, you can pretend you're a gender, but your biology doesn't change, even though you're altering it with hormones. So that's just another example, you know, uh, where we're kind of looking at, this is upside down. You're going to say something. Just that I, I think it's partly a testament to the educational system that's been in place for many decades and also the media has been very professional. And what they've done has really resulted in a large part of the population not being able to perceive what's right in front of them and not being able to understand what they're looking at. That's why we call it mass psychosis, large part of the population. Yeah, yeah, that's the mass part, huh? Yeah. Um, this is a, a, a key thing, or even young children need to be vaxxed when all the research shows and all the experts are showing. No, it's bad for them. It's child abuse, it's child sacrifice, as some of the leaders would say. How do we accept that? When we know that the kids, you know, particularly if you're under 11, have 0.001 or 2% of, of mortality, which is extremely low. The, you know, risk-benefit is completely backwards. High risk, no benefit. So we kind of take a look at all these things, look at the, the way people are redefining society, and there's a break here. There's a break with re basic reality. And, you know, I, I, I actually read about in the, some of the girls are deciding their cats. So now they're putting kitty litter in the bathrooms. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, that's not exactly a normal response, uh, you know. 
It doesn't help people to go along with their delusion. That's not respecting them. That's actually getting them more out of touch with reality because when they have a society that supports it, that is part of the mass psychosis. And these are victims of an intentionally induced psychosis, right? Yes. It's not just something that spontaneously went wrong. No, I mean, you know, the more vulnerable are the ones that, you know, think they're a cat and need to have kitty litter in the girls' bathrooms. That was a response to something intended to make them go crazy like that, and it worked. Yeah. And so we're looking for the cure. What? We're looking for the cure, right? Well, where we're going the, key, the key is to understand that there's an issue here that yeah. people are getting more and more confused. And I would say, again, that the teenagers are seriously showing the vulnerability with increased anxiety, depression, and suicide. Mm-hmm. They're really there. So what we're talking about is based on real observation of the situation. Um, so I think that's a, a part of, of the problem. Now, the question is, what's the solution? Right? Well, also, the parents are supposed to be protecting the kids, right? But if the parents are victims of the same thing, that's difficult to do. Uh, yes. So what do we do is without the parents and the school system kind of supporting it, now I will say what has to be done is some reality base has to start to happen. Morals, ethics, anything goes, is, it, it creates a very disturbed situation. So this is why people are going to private schools or parent-controlled, you know, schools separate from the general system so that they can get teachers who are, are going to be more aligned with the, the, the basic biological realities, the basic learning curve realities, the different things that need to happen rather than confuse the kids with unreality. It's a little bit of a chicken or the egg conundrum, right? Because... Do you start by waking up the parents or by waking up the kids or some of each or what sequence makes sense? Because everything wants maybe, right? The parents aren't going to approve a good school unless they start to wake up and realize that it's needed. Right. And and so it's like someone has to say no. That's what's to say no, they have to perceive that it's needed, right? Right. There has to be a rejection of what I call herd thinking. Right. And somebody has to make the first move. That's our role. That's the role of this whole program. What's lost here is the art of living as a sane person. Okay. Yeah, in other and, words, now preconceptions look and see what something really is. Yeah. You know, and, and then, go, go ahead. No, no, no. you started with COVID, and I think people have a, a – fear is a lot of the problem at the root of many things, but one of the fears is that you're going to find out something unpleasant. Yeah. And I think you have to not worry about that and just 
say, I want to know what's true. So who's not buying? Why is it that you don't buy the mass psychosis? That you are choosing not to be part of the herd. Let's, let's look at that for a second. What about you doesn't allow you to join the mass psychosis? I had the same problem when I was a kid in elementary school. And they said, you have to memorize the multiplication tables right now. And I said, I just was second grade or first grade or something. And I said, okay, you know, I would do that if you explain why and how that works. And what happens if I do or don't do it, you know, as far as my understanding. And the teacher really hated having to stop and do that. But she explained it. And then I said, okay, I'll learn it. So, and I did. And, and the question is, why would a kid question an order from an authority figure like an adult? And that, I think that deserves to be looked at. That's why you're not part of the mass psychosis. Yeah, I never got over that problem, even as an old person. Well, the old is a relative statement, but let's just say that herd, you never join the herd. You always define yourself as a unique individual within the context of a herd. Yeah, I'm not a contrarian, you know, because their priority is to go against the herd no matter what. And I, I would not do that if the herd is doing anything reasonable. Exactly. That's the point of the same way, is that but we think independently. Okay. Right, which, which everyone can do if they realize it. Yeah, but the difference is what are the preconditions for mass psychosis? Low self-esteem, not believing in yourself, not being connected to God because there's kind of a bottom reality. Uh, low self-worth. Therefore, if you think you're nothing, if someone comes along and says, well, join us, you'll be something, you join the herd. Yeah, here's an identity you can have, and it's really respectable. And we'll all support you. You'll be part of You'll be okay. Yeah. So that's uh, a very important precondition for mass psychosis. You know, what was happening to me before I really realized what you're saying, you know, and understood it a little bit, is as a little, very young kid, I thought this tendency to question everything when nobody else liked to, to do that meant there was something wrong with me. And so yes. I, I held on to that for quite a while. And that's a very real thing that they do to you in school. I was the same way. Maybe that's why we're here. Right. I used to be teacher's nuts. Not in a negative way, but I would ask questions they had, they had trouble answering. I'm talking about, you know, third grade, fourth grade type of thing, actually second grade. And it would drive the teachers a little batty because they weren't used to actually thinking about what they were doing. Right. I wouldn't challenge them. I'm just saying, why are you doing that? Yeah, because you just wanted to know. Yeah. It was innocent, actually. It was inquisitive. Not malicious. Yeah. And, you know, it was like, stop thinking. Stop asking questions. Right. Don't you know what you're being trained for? Yeah. 
So, so how do we break out of it, which is the key? So the first thing is um, choosing the path of light. Choosing God versus Pharaoh versus the ruling power who wants you act a certain way, which is uh, often amoral, illegal, unethical, anti-human. And people get asked to do all these things, and you have to make a choice. And that's a turning point. Uh, when you go along with the globalists, when you go along with, okay, I'm going to give you a big bribe, you, you know, but I need you to vote this way. These are very real things that people are facing today. And so the first step is you give up your God-centered and um, unique uh, individuality to fit in. And sometimes fitting in means you take a big bribe, you do certain things, but you're going against what you know is truth. So that's how you begin to go into the herd psychology or mob psychology. We have people getting up there and saying, well, we should kill the people who are unvaxxed, or we should put them in jail, or we should do this to them, we should do that, isolate them. We have political leaders like Macron in France saying these kind of things. It's like, right. why are they saying that? Well, if you can see it, they're trying to manipulate the, the, the consciousness. They're not, they have a different agenda, which is, is, which is to create polarity in society so they can stay in control. What were you going to say, Richard? Well, it, it works really well because you train people to blame each other, and they're not going to be able to see what is being done to them by the rulers. Right. So, uh, so that's how it works. Now, Isaiah, a great prophet, uh, put it this way. He said, in, in times... Up will be considered down. Good will be considered bad. Well, good will be considered bad. Bad will be considered good. Uh, down will be considered up. Up will be considered down. Bitter will be considered sweet. And sweet will be considered bitter. In other words, he prophesied that these would be upside-down times. That was interesting. Okay. Described uh, in 1984 also. Yeah. Yeah, they were copying him. So uh, the point I'm making is that we have to make that choice. Are we going to subject our individual sense of what is right, you know, our morals and ethics to go along with the crowd and be part of the mass action, which is really against humanity. We're going to be part of that. Those are really important questions that really everybody has to ask. Are you going to volunteer to be a guard to round up people and put them in concentration? I mean, that's what they're advertising for now. Most of society is following orders at this point of some kind. Yeah. 
And that's the point of making, is that people are choosing to do that. They did that in World War II as well. The Nazis out, just selling orders, but you're acting totally inhuman. You're giving up your humanity to follow orders? Yeah, you're told that the question of humanity is somebody else's department. You just do your job. Right, and that's not an excuse. So part of the second part of mass psychosis is people get decoupled from each other. They lose the human connection. That's why the the kind of pressure now in, in society is the kind of, you know, everybody be separated. And let's not talk. Let's, you know, avoid each other. This, I mean, for pandemics, that doesn't work. It's never worked. So why are they doing it? Because that sets you up to go into mass psychosis. Right. In fact, they said, don't even look at anybody. Yeah. And they uh, also look at nature. Don't look at sunsets or things like that. That's really important. That keeps you connected to the divine. Right. And when you follow their, their suggestion, you get more anxiety. But there's some relief when you join the mob because it relieves your anxiety. You feel safe. You feel, like, settled. You don't have to question. How, how do people learn that we're individually responsible for everything that we do and our own thoughts and words and actions and all that stuff? Because what, what we're being told is that if the authorities say that you're doing the right thing, <clears throat> you're not responsible for the consequences. Well, isn't that the, the, the question that the Nazis had to answer and before that other people had to answer? You mean in the, trial, in the trials? Yeah. And so what's... It, it happens. It's happened throughout history. You're told to do things that are very, you know, inhumane or, you know, break with reality, torture people, or whatever you're being told. And people have to make a decision of what they're willing to do. Well, part of it is who do they think is the highest authority, and they look around and they see government being able to decide life and death. And that, you know, I'm not saying to switch to a religion, but that didn't go with my questioning of the multiplication tables. I wanted to know the reality, not, not adopt a belief. That was another form of going along with some crowd. And I said, even if, even if all the beliefs think I'm crazy, I'd rather know what's true. And I think for people to really know they're responsible for everything we do, you have to start having some awareness of a higher authority. So when you ask that question, the higher authority, and at least for me, my parents made it very clear I was responsible. Okay, so you were there were excuses for being out of order, right? You know, so it has to do a little bit with your parental. I'm going to call it upbringing, but it's really programming. Um, how do you be a, a healthy, good person? Well, you're responsible. It's not a philosophy. I mean, that's just what I got taught. And if you get good grades, you're responsible, right? If you, do this or that, you throw a baseball and it breaks a window, 
I did those things. I mean, out of purpose. But you're a kid and you create mess, you know. You're responsible. Doesn't matter. So a lot of these mass criminals that are leading the mass psychosis, and they're victims of that too because they think they're going to get away with something in the end. And what they're telling everybody is if the law is on your side and we make the law, then you're not responsible and it's fine. That's what they're telling the drug and vaccine companies. You have no liability. You're not responsible. Well, that's what they're telling uh, the criminals in uh, New York and Chicago and Los Angeles. You can do whatever you want. We're releasing the next day. Yeah, that's true, too. It's creating mass chaos. Um, And, of course, I don't even know the – I can't even get the thinking behind it. But there's a result. If you don't – take a person off the street for killing somebody or, you know, doing different things, and you release the next day, well, what's the feedback? The feedback is do whatever you want. It's what they want. Because if there's enough chaos, the theory is that people will beg to be controlled. That's what the leaders, uh, not at the city level, but at the global level, the whole idea is let's create so much content, you know, uh, confusion and, and chaos that you'll want a one world government so you'll have the illusion of being safe. Yeah, exactly. So it does make sense. At that level. Well, the other guys enforcing it at lower levels are following orders. Because right. They, and they, and they believe it. And they believe it. And that's, you know, the point of the higher level, I would say they're crazy because even though they're doing, they're quite aware of doing these things, but these things are crazy. Why do you want to kill 86% of the world population? That is a psychotic thing to do. Oh, well, we want to cut the population down. We don't have enough food. Well, the truth is, if the whole world were vegan, we can feed the world seven times over. There's enough food to feed everybody. If you change your diet, are you willing to give up your steak? You know, Mr. Globus, no. You know, I'd rather just kill off more people. That's a psychotic action. It's a break with God's reality. Yeah, I mean, from from what I can tell right now, I think, I, and I'm subject to all kinds of error, of course. I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. But what it honestly looks like to me right now is that the figure is not 86, it's 100. Um, it doesn't really matter because either one is not very good. They're, they're kind of different levels. And um, both, as you say, are in the spectrum of psychosis. And also they're told different things from their bosses. Because if they told the lower levels of servants it's 100, it might affect morale. So wait a minute, 100? That might that include me. <laughs> yeah, so there, there's this kind of a, how do I put it? People lose their, their connection with reality and go to be being accepted, being safe temporarily because it never works. All you know, uh, 
ultimately it turns on you one way or the other. Right. And they give up their sense of human being. They give up their sense of God. They give up morals and ethics to be part of the mob. And then the mob makes its own ethics, which is exactly what's happening today. And it's also what Hitler did. He made their whole ethics of what was good versus what was normal ethics. Yeah. And they always make crime legal, their crimes. Yeah. Which is, so how do we get away from it is we first, we call it out. It's what we're doing now. Right. We're saying, don't agree. Don't go along. And then that begins to stop it. So, so that from a political angle, don't comply. We've heard that. That's how you stop it. And that's what is what's happening to around the world. People are having enough sanity that's so positive that it really is don't comply. And people are protesting. That is a healthy thing to do in the context of what we're talking about. You know, in, in England, there's an example of what you were saying because members of the two main parties, and as I understand it, in the government, went to Boris and said, Boris, we can override everything you've, you're doing. We've got the votes, and the people are getting really upset with you, and you're pushing too hard. And he said, um, okay, we're ending all the mandates until we can come up with another you know, crisis. And so temporarily, that's what they're doing. And each country is having their own strategy. You know, some of them are still pushing really hard. And But in the UK, it was an example that it is possible even for people in government to become conscious. Yeah. And the question is, um, was that conscious? Was that just smart? Like, hey, they're all going to vote us out. This is not going to work. Well, on his part, I think that's why uh, Boris Johnson decided to change for the moment. Right. right. And then they hope for another even worse emergency. And they're really talking about, you know, these pandemics are pretty good. But climate is really has a huge potential as well. We at some point will have to talk about climate. Uh, but so it's don't comply to things that are out of touch with. I'm going to say God, but we can say the ten speakings, for example. Don't murder, don't commit adultery, don't steal. These are basics. And look what's happening is they're saying it's okay to do. It's all in the name of equity. You can steal what you need because you need it. And uh, you don't have to earn it, just steal it. So there's a, a loss of kind of order in that way. And I think that's a part, a big part of what's that. So they, by destroying that, I know the logic from the lowest point of view is, let's create, as we say, let's create so much chaos here as if we're being liberal or whatever we're doing. And then they'll want some relief of the chaos. Right. And we be in control. So we we understand that. And the key is if we don't allow ourselves to go into chaos, into the mass psychosis where everything is unreal and very disturbing to people, wanting someone to, to, to reestablish some reality here, 
that's where they're pushing the people. And the people, we have a choice to say, no, we, we, we don't want that. Right. There's a You're not going to do that with us. Great bumper sticker in the 60s. Remember during the Vietnam War period when some of the college students who were a lot less insane than they are now in general uh, were saying, maybe the Vietnam War is not for peace and goodness. You know, there might be something else involved in it. And it all started with a false flag and Gulf of Tonkin and all that stuff. And they started to find that out. And they said they made this bumper sticker and it said, question authority. Yeah. I think that's a requirement for what you're talking about. Uh, for, for yes. And, I mean, part of what is going on is people are giving up their personal intuition. Right. What okay. Do common sense, right? Common sense isn't so common anymore. No. So they're giving up their personal intuition. They're also giving up spiritual aspirations giving up their connection with God. And this is how we go around reversing that, getting people to take responsibility and follow your personal intuition. Follow, you know, from our point of view, the biblical morality, you know, uh, the ten speakings, which have created order for, for, oh, 3,000 years. And it's like, you know, or moved us towards order. Humans are really difficult, but moved us towards some levels of order. And then we start to pull out of it. But it starts with people saying no. And if something doesn't make sense, question it and find out. Because you're just as capable of the real research as somebody with five PhDs. Those are just titles. So that's happening. I, today I noticed that there was a five-hour hearing in the Senate uh, with all the many doctors and health people about what's going on. And the, the senator who set it up has invited people who are kind of leaders in kind of more the uh, scientific reality of the situation, not the illusion, not the Fauci. Right. Falls. So these are really important things to kind of see. So there's one other thing, and that's maybe what we should close with is life purpose. If your life has no purpose, if your life has no meaning, then it's really easy to get swept away with the mob because you don't have a rudder for your ship of morals and ethics and purpose and meaning in life. So without those, it's very easy to be turned into a mindless mob. So one of the most important things that I recommend to people is examine closely about reconnecting with your life purpose. Now, um, I work with, uh, in the 60s, black gangs in the south side of Chicago. And uh, there's a tendency for people to be killing each other uh, because when I really talk to people, you know, as people begin to trust me, uh, it's like, well, it doesn't matter. Life has no meaning. Right. And I'm going to get killed anyway. 
So I might as well just act it out. Yeah. Because I don't expect to live to be higher than my early 20s. That's what people told me. Because on the level, it looks like that's true. Well, <laughs> if you're a teen gang picker in Chicago, it is true, yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, the day I left, I worked, I was, I would come in the at night, we'd play basketball, I'd play a Malcolm X tape, so you know, really educating, because that's all they, they weren't so interested in Martin Luther King, they were, Malcolm X was like perfect, and it was great, we had great discussions, and they really understood, they actually really got it, they're actually really sharp in terms of understanding this kind of teaching. Mm-hmm. But the day I left, uh, there, well, there's no shootouts and no one was killed for two years. Wow. The day I left, eight people got killed in a shootout. So what was it that you were doing that was helping to change that? I Well, besides playing basketball, I was, you know, I was helping a really create life purpose. And so one day uh, there was a riot. Somebody, I don't know what happened. Somebody shot somebody, and then somebody else was coming to get revenge for that. And next thing you know, this is uh, thirty-eight hundred South Side in Chicago. It's like you know, this, all the the settlement places. There was thousands of people in the street. Everybody was like agitated. Then a bus came by and hit some kind of five-year-old. You know, and that just upped the whole thing. Uh, But here's what happened with purpose. Instead of the gang joining it, I said, hey, you guys can do this. Let's take control of this mob and bring it to order. And they did it. They actually, I mean, there were thousands of people. How did they do it? By the force of their own strength. Okay. You know, they weren't violent, but they just clamped it down because they at that point were operating with purpose and meaning. And so they had they weren't just a mob. They weren't in the mass psychosis. They acted and this is the example of with purpose and meaning and uh, the police showed up, the district police showed up. They stayed inside. Okay? And they just watched. They were very smart because they would have messed it up. And we did it. Okay, we did it. And, and, and afterwards, they met with myself and, and some of the gang leaders. And it's like, what, what what happened here? And we explained it. They, they got it. They, the, those folks, those police, the, like the police lieutenant head of the area, police captain, and, and they were, they get it. And so the kids... The teenagers were completely validated. They had purpose. They had meaning in that moment, and they were highly successful in a very difficult situation. They didn't join the mob. They controlled the mob and brought brought things, settled things down. That's about as clear as we get about uh, chaos versus you know who can do it. So these, these gang kids. They did it. And everybody was amazed. They were amazed. And this is a function of life purpose, right? Pardon? Yeah, that's the point. That's the point I'm saying. 
clarity on life purpose. Well, what's the meaning of your life? That might be a good next chapter for you to talk about when we come back to. Well, we get us to talk about, okay? Right. But it worked. But remember, I, I'd spent, you know, this happened in the second year, two years, you know, uh, educating them. It didn't come out of the blue. I mean, Malcolm X is terrific. And he, he spoke to him, and he was so clear, okay? And we'd play his tapes. I had every one of his tapes. And we would play it, and then we would discuss it. This is real school. This is like street smart school. Yeah. And they got it. They got, you know, so they were no longer just, uh, you know, a wild uh, a mob in, in their thinking. I never got to meet Malcolm X. I would have liked to. But I, I think the point you're making that school is critical. The, these fake schools we're talking about are misusing their position and teaching people how to be crazy and that making room for psychosis is diversity right it's inclusion and really no, it's just supporting psychosis but a real school the psychosis would gradually evaporate yes and that's kind of what happened for these kids they, they were I mean, you know they were thinking I'm going to use that word they yeah. saw themselves as, as unique individuals. They saw themselves as thinking. They saw that there was meaning right. that we were creating. And when they did this thing, which is it amazed, I mean, really, the police were just shocked. How did you do that? You know, it was like, you know, the kids, were, they did it. Yeah, it wasn't by how you use your intimidation and beating people up and stuff like that that they were right. telling. Something right. totally different. And we, we did other things, too. We got an empty lot and created a garden there, and, you know, feed the right. food. It's like in the middle of Chicago. The whole vision of gar gardens in inner cities kind of is a, a meme that demonstrates what, what you're talking about. Yeah. And so we did that as well. I mean, there are different things we did, but the point I'm making is they chose with meaning and purpose to protect their people, so to speak, and not allow a mob situation to get anybody else killed or shot, which was very close. Right. I think part of their ability to do that requires also that you don't look down on people, you don't hate them for going crazy, because that can happen to anybody. Right. You know, it's like a, a disease that somebody gets that they can recover from. And it doesn't mean they're bad that they got the disease. And ultimately, that applies to the, even the outwardly really malicious people. They just got the disease worse. And if we get, when we get strong enough, they can also be cured. Yes. I mean, there are guys in the gang who, you know, who killed people and did things. It's not like they were just and, good and just saying that doesn't prove anything. You have to demonstrate. Because yeah. somebody could say, well, that's a really interesting thought, but um, prove it, which really is our job, to see how far we can go in that direction. So it's up to us to stand up, don't comply to nonsense, 
You know, now it's all coming out. The masks don't work. This doesn't work. That. I mean, the whole thing is crumbling. Right. And I am hoping that people will take that as a great lesson to what can be done by people standing up. And I think it. I want to give the public credit for actually getting that this is really crazy. We're not going to join it. We're not going to be part of it anymore. Right. I'd like to see it crumble the rest of the way. And one thing that is really interesting. It will. It will. Yes. And, and one, I think it's really interesting to see that many of these very brave, open-minded doctors and scientists, they, they've grasped part of it, but it's like, it's too much for most of them to see. The virus has never been shown to exist bioweapon yes and certainly the vaccine bioweapon but not the virus so far and i don't think it will be and i I think that there are some great doctors and i I don't need to name them right now but one who's known all over the world that just said we shouldn't get into the weeds of questioning whether there really is a virus or not because it's just too disruptive and and it's part of that priority attitude that are you willing to question everything? Because to the degree that you're not, you know that you could be leaving things in place that would misdirect your whole life. Right. And so this is a very, in kind of closing, this is a very important time for everybody to see where they stand. Do they stand with their ethics morality and they feel connected to God? Are they trusting the inner intuition and going for it? I mean, most people know the masks don't work. It's not, it's not a, I mean, people are scared and so forth, but most people don't know. But, you know, you also get a ticket if you don't comply. Right. You know, so people comply, but they know, you know, they know. They don't work. That's not psychosis. That's called being in jail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, so I think people are getting more and more ready. I think this is all going to backfire on the globalist Illuminati type stuff because too many people are waking up. Right. And if that comes to include the servants of the really intent bad guys at the top, they just can't do anything at that point. Yeah. So that's why this discussion has its ramifications. Is that well, I'm not going to be part of the mass psychosis, and we're going to support people to 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 get back to their individual mind. Now, I I, I also want to say, in a more philosophical thing, but the Torah teaches a very interesting way. You're both part of society. But you need to develop yourself morally, ethically, and spiritually as a part of that society then to actually enhance the greater group. And that can apply to people inside inside government, too. You could be talking to people in parliaments and congresses and legislatures, and every one of those individuals is making a choice every day. That's right. What's their priority? And so you, you're part, but you understand your individual relationship as an evolving person with a life purpose and meaning. 
Right. And then that creates a positive influence on that greater whole. So the so collective it, works as long as the individual is not sacrificed. Right, that's the point. The individual is honored as contributing to the consciousness of the group. Yeah. Versus it's just one consciousness nobody's thinking. It's a very subtle point, but it's a very interesting model because you're both part of the group because we're all part of society. Right. But you're also a unique individual that has the responsibility to evolve spiritually and morally and ethically, and in that way, feedback positive into the group. So the group grows, evolves, and you also grow and evolve. So yeah. there's this interplay between individual and group. It's a very sophisticated way of thinking about it. And any little individual that says, I'm one out of eight billion people on the planet, and I have a one eight billionth effect on everything, it's not the case. Because right. that, that ratio changes in proportion to the internal focus and work that you're willing to do. Right. So potentially, a handful of people could start a pandemic of consciousness that would be very contagious. Well, that's what Margaret Mead says. A small group of people could change the world. Right, right. So we're that small group of people. Lost Arts is right there with it. Um, we, we, I have my own drcousins.com, and we have, you know, treealife.mn.co. We are uh, overtly helping people understand that they are unique, sacred individuals and to live out uh, life with purpose and meaning. And when you see that being diverted, you need to question that. Right. Because that's the beginning of slavery. And I think you, you've you got work going on all over the world in a lot of different countries. We need to somehow let those people know about these discussions. Because I think most of them still don't are not aware that you've started a once-a-week thing. Okay, thank you. So on Thursdays, we have a live and liberated with Dr. Gabriel. And that's at 7 o'clock Israel time, and wherever that is around the world. We have that. And actually from 5.30 to 6.30, we have a spiritual nutrition hour where people come and ask questions and you know on, on the nutritional things, so the rest we can focus on the spiritual thing. And how do you tune into that? How do you listen? Well, the way to go is to go to tree of life, go to drcousins.com and they will kind of direct you. That's easy. Or okay. treeoflife.mn.co. Okay. And those are easy ways to kind of access what to do. And then you can kind of join the, the group. Uh, there, there are different things that are free and things that aren't free and so forth. You know, like that. Okay. And we're, and we're just putting up our paper, which we kind of talked about last weekend, it's in there now, which is the probable radioactivity in the, uh, the well, bioweapon injection that we're talking about. Right, right. So yeah, all right. that's right. there, and, and then we have a weekly, uh, every other month we have a uh, meditation retreat on the weekend, 
And soon coming in uh, March, April, we're having a, a fasting retreat in Zero Point. So we're, we're doing lots of things. And, and today, we can that you know, fasting retreat from anywhere in the world, right? It's on the internet, so people can come. It's a what? Say that again. It's on Zoom. Yeah. So, in other words, you could live in some out-of-the-way country and still be right in the middle of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we're, I just came here from a meditation group we started here. Okay. So, all this is happening, and people are hungry and, and for, for these good things. So, that's what we're doing, and that's why the show is important, to share that in a different audience in a different way. Sounds great. So I want to bless everybody. I want to bless you for being such a um, a, a wonderful a non-mob person, <laughs> not part of the group psychosis. It's very good. I mean, uh, to me, Lost Arts uh, Radio and obviously video stands up to say, hey, don't lose the art of living here. Yeah, I want us to appeal to everybody, including the people in power and all their servants and everybody in the system and everybody who thinks they're not responsible. It's a good thing to find out the truth about that. And not only are you responsible, you're accountable. Yeah, and it works the other way, too. If you do things that are beneficial to yourself and to other people, that brings back all kinds of positive results, too. It's not... It's not a belief. It really happens. I think when people miss it because there's often a visible time lag. You know, people seem to get away with things. People seem to do good things without rewards. It's only a time difference. So. So we bless everybody. I bless everybody here. I bless you, Richard, for your great work. I bless the listeners that we continue to be the unique expression of God that we're meant to be and don't succumb to the pressure to be part of the mindless mob and that's going to save the world yeah you're right so as we used to say power to the people exactly which is what that's phrase that's yeah okay so blessings great Blessings. Look forward to seeing you next time, too. And uh, we'll talk about life purpose and how to get that clarified and transform your existence, no matter what situation you might be in. Good. Okay. So I'm turning it back to you. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, good. Okay, you guys, that's more like what a normal doctor should be like, even though you almost never see any of them anymore. You know, he actually survived not only medical school, but a lot of academic training, came out with um, without losing his common sense and perception and sense of purpose and responsibility and accountability and all that. Um, I don't think anything's by chance. You know, doctor, the, the being that is currently known as Dr. Cousins has background that is way deeper than his background in the academic world, and so do you. 
And there are a lot of beliefs about whether or not that's true. I've just, I'm not asking you to believe anything I say. That's just my experience. I remember some of that. And there's a lot of people who remember more of it than I do. But you have to find out for yourself. You have to find out everything for yourself. No, you know, what other people say is true or not true, you take as interesting and possible and then find out. And I, I think we're being, we've been trained that we can't find out anything for ourselves. That is not the case. We just make it the case if we believe it. So I'd go back to the 1960s bumper sticker that said, uh, question authority, and one that came out right after that, a few months later that somebody made, and it said, question everything and it's like it goes with a gradually awakening sense that wow you actually can do that and if somebody with 10 degrees tells you some nonsense which they do all the time they can tell the truth too that is possible but right now it's not very common and you can say well maybe but that doesn't really make sense let me check into it and you don't pull up on your phone or computer a fact-checking service you're the fact-checking service and and you don't check something by bringing up something else that you memorized you actually have to go and find out and it's kind of in you know dr cousins was talking about and it's really neat that he lets himself be called gabriel he's still a normal person some sometimes when people go through this incredible uh Call training really is what it comes down to that makes you a doctor. They forget that they still have the same first name and that they're still just a person trying to figure out what's going on. And I think when they realize that, they don't lose it. Like Dr. Cousins obviously has not lost that perspective. They become open to becoming a channel of wisdom. And that is what's being trained out of people right now. But you have access to it because of who you are, not because of your degrees. And you can take back as much of it as you want, starting right away, not pretending to be, to know, you know, everything, because we don't, but realizing that you have the potential to acquire all the wisdom that anybody ever had, because you're connected to where you came from. What, and I'm not saying any belief, or because you have the right philosophy or religion or anything you're connected to that or you wouldn't exist it comes from way before any beliefs were you know constructed about anything so have self-esteem because not because you know you've achieved xyz in the world but because basically your spirit wearing this human costume for a very brief time and it might begin and end and change but not your basic essence, and which is who you are. You're the consciousness in the form, not the mind, way above that. And we're all walking around relatively, you know, we're, we're acting like we're zombies compared to who we really are. And what Dr. Cousins was talking about is getting self-awareness back. If we do that, it becomes contagious and it spreads. You don't have to go out on a campaign to make everybody agree with you. You don't have to even say anything. Once you get that back, well, it's in degrees, but as you get that back, everybody in your world starts to act different. 
And I'm not suggesting you believe that. I'm just saying you might want to try it sometime. It's very powerful. And I, I think it's the biggest fear of the power structure that I know of. That Not the intermediate ones who don't have any idea what's happening and they, they're just after money and power. I'm talking about the ones in control that are not elected officials or anything like that. In fact, you rarely if ever see them. Those guys, they're big, they have a lot of fears. And that's why they make fear their whole program in different forms. And the biggest fear they have that I've found is that we might become self-aware. And I use it, that term because the, the term waking up has a lot of different definitions. And I'm not talking about just becoming aware that there's no virus or, or that um, there are two genders or that you're a spectacular being that's not limited by your race or your gender or your nationality or anything. You're, you're the being inside the costume. If you take that farther and find out what the possibilities are and your actual connection to power, not through your own little ego and personality and say, oh, I'm so powerful, but there's only one original spirit that is that possible and it doesn't belong to any belief. It's existed before anything else. And it, it's really, you know, David Icke said something that is not commonly understood by people. He said that unlimited love, meaning that original spirit, that consciousness, is the only reality. Everything else is illusion. It's You have to respect the power of the illusion because we're living in it and what we do in this dream matters because we have to experience it and so does everybody else. One of the principles of, of how things work in that dream is that absolutely everything down into the minute Actions and thoughts and words have consequences and positive and negative results. If we realize that and we realize we're open to the power that we came from, this reality to work through us, then that's the biggest fear of the bad guys. But they shouldn't be afraid of it because it can wake them up too. What they're afraid of is what they need. So, Compared to who you really are, they're nothing. Unless they turn around and take up a different uh, attitude in life and then they find out they're the same thing as we are. And nobody would consciously do anything harmful if they had any awareness. So the bad guys don't. In fact, they're trying to stay asleep. And if you want, you know, that could be us. That's like us in another form. So... If we want to help ourselves and help each other, the program is the same. Get the consciousness back. However you want to do it. I mean, Dr. Cousins has all these programs going on. You could take advantage of those. And he gave his websites. Uh, DrCousins.com is the simplest. I mean, you've got the other ones too, the Tree of Life site. And he's got multiple weekly things going on. Um, Lost Arts Radio has shows on... Uh, Saturday and Sunday that you might want to take a look at. We've also got a private club called Planetary Healing Club that works directly on this kind of thing. And it's for the purpose of transformation back into who we are, which this whole mess would be over if we do that, even a small number. Uh, 
planetaryhealingclub.com because it's so powerful. Nobody in our known history has done it because they haven't done what I'm talking about. They've done pieces. If they do what I'm talking about, this stuff's not going to be happening anymore. You know, right up to now, history has been a series of ups and downs of people killing each other and vying for power and even leaders that are considered great when you really take it apart in many cases close to all cases they were great killers but for the cause of of justice right and they were on the side of right but i'm talking about a level where you don't have to kill everybody you don't even have to kill the bad guys because you become what you are right now consciously it's it's not something you memorize we we have to actually integrate into that i'm suggesting that work to anybody brave enough to do it you don't have to do it in planetary healing club or with dr cousins or with anybody else you can do it yourself because you've got all the capability and we're just doing it in a mutually supportive environment the programs that dr cousins has and that planetary healing club has going on it depends where you personally feel drawn to be but I'm saying however you do it, you might want to really seriously consider doing this work. It affects everything in your life, all your relationships, everything you're doing for a living, everything. So I, my feeling is we should support each other in that. So share the links. Let people know that this Tuesday show is happening because I don't think very many people know about it yet. And it would be good for them to find out. Um, Share the links and then share the Lost Arts radio links. We really need you to do that because I noticed that the shadow banning in a lot of platforms is getting more intense and view counters can still go backwards and uh, subscriber lists can be frozen. You're the remedy for that. If you want to help with it, just share the links to go to lostartsradio.com and get aware of the different shows that are happening. If you have a lot of resources and you want to help us survive and stay on the air and activate projects that we have on hold, then you can donate to lostartsradio.com on the main site. That goes to our nonprofit that runs everything. And um, there's a donate button there on the homepage. There's also a subscribe star link with all these different levels and parts of that. Either one works fine. Uh, but if you don't have resources and you don't want to do that, just share the links. It, it's still really helpful. And if you want to know whether Planetary Healing Club is worth the time for you, you you can ask questions. There's contact forms on the site, or you can email me about it. Or if you get in the club and you don't like it, I don't care. You can have the money back. You know, not 10 years later. <laughs> Because we don't have that much money, but in the first month there's something, so it's really not a risk. But it's only worth it if you really want to start working on a whole different level of existence. And you can do that anytime. So, bottom line is um, take care of yourself. If you want to help the world, the most generous thing you can do is take a self-assessment, get your health better. Um, start becoming more aware, start being kinder to everybody in your life, uh, including the people that you're not comfortable with and that aren't nice to you. Be kind to them, not as a show, but wish them well in your feeling, even if you don't say anything. 
and it starts to transform your awareness of who you are. You have incredible power. So take care of yourself. And we'll look forward to seeing you back here again this weekend and next Tuesday, whenever we get a chance to keep this going. Uh, and you're the critical piece of it, not not the group in general, but you personally. So, you know, let that sink in and take appropriate action to help yourself right away. We'll see you here next time. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month, to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big tech's platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows except the banned ones are on our YouTube channel, at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit brideon.com slash channel slash lostartsradio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month, where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. 
More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.